0: sb2.7.15 text 15 text antasaresa euriblena paid graheta grahina yatha has to arga adi adiperosakella lokan at the tersus ramas word for word meanings antasaresi within the river euriblena by superior strength paid leg graheta being taken up grahina by the crocodile yaphapat of the leader of the elephants and buja with a lotus flower in the hand, arta greatly aggrieved, a hot addressed, item, like this, Pirusa, the original enjoyer, Achila Lokanatha, the lord of the universe, Turthusramah, as famous, as a place of pilgrimage, Sarvana Mangala. All good simply by hearing the name, Namadeya, whose holy name is worth chanting. Translation. The leader of the elephants, whose leg was attacked in a river by a crocodile of superior strength, was much aggrieved. Taking a lotus flower in his trunk, he addressed the Lord, saying, O original enjoyer, Lord of the universe! O deliverer, as famous as a place of pilgrimage! All are purified simply by hearing your holy name, which is worthy to be chanted. PURPORT The history of delivering the leader of the elephants, whose leg was attacked in the river by the superior strength of a crocodile, is described in the eighth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Since the Lord is absolute knowledge, there is no difference between his holy name and the personality of Godhead. The leader of the elephants was much distressed when he was attacked by the crocodile. Although the elephant is always stronger than the crocodile, the latter is stronger than the elephant when it is in the water. And because the elephant was a great devotee of the Lord in his previous birth, he was able to chant the holy name of the Lord by dint of his past good deeds. Every living entity is always distressed in this material world, because this place is such that at every step one has to meet with some kind of distress. But one who is supported by his past good deeds engages himself in the devotional service of the Lord, as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, 7.16. Those who are supported by impious acts cannot be engaged in the devotional service of the Lord, even though they are distressed. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, 7.15. The personality of Godhead Harry appeared at once on the back of his eternal bearer, Giruda, and delivered the elephant. The elephant was conscious of his relation with the Supreme Lord. He addressed the Lord as Adi or the original enjoyer. Both the Lord and the living beings are conscious and are therefore enjoyers, but the Lord is the original enjoyer, because he is the creator of everything. In a family, both the father and his sons are undoubtedly enjoyers but the father is the original enjoyer, and the sons are subsequent enjoyers. A pure devotee knows well that everything in the universe is the property of the Lord and that a living entity can enjoy thing, as ordained by the Lord. A living being cannot even touch a thing which is not allotted to him. This idea of the original enjoyer is explained very nicely in the Isopanasid. One who knows this difference between the Lord and himself never accepts anything without first authoring it to the Lord. The elephant addressed the Lord as Akilalokanatha, or the Lord of the Universe, who is therefore the Lord of the elephant also. The elephant, being a pure devotee of the Lord, specifically deserved to be saved from the attack of the crocodile, and because it is a promise of the Lord that his devotee will never be vanquished, it was quite befitting that the elephant called upon the Lord to protect him and the merciful Lord also at once responded. The Lord is the protector of everyone, but he is the first protector of one who acknowledges the superiority of the Lord instead of being so falsely proud as to deny the superiority of the Lord or to claim to be equal to him. He is ever superior. A pure devotee of the Lord knows this difference between the Lord and himself. Therefore a pure devotee is given first preference because of his full dependence, whereas the person who denies the existence of the Lord and declares himself the Lord is called Ashura, and as such he is given protection by the strength of limited power subject to the sanction of the Lord. Since the Lord is superior to everyone, his perfection is also superior. No one can imagine it. The elephant addressed the Lord as Tirthasramah, or, as famous, as a place of pilgrimage people go to places of pilgrimage in order to be delivered from the reactions of unknown sinful acts. But one can be freed from all sinful reactions simply by remembering his holy name. The Lord is therefore as good as the holy places of pilgrimage. One can be free from all sinful reactions after reaching a place of pilgrimage, but one can have the same benefit at home or at any place simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord. For a pure devotee, there is no need to go to the holy place of pilgrimage. He can be delivered from all sinful acts simply by remembering the Lord in earnestness. A pure devotee of the Lord never commits any sinful acts, but because the whole world is full of the sinful atmosphere, even a pure devotee may commit a sin unconsciously, as a matter of course. One who commits sinful acts consciously cannot be worthy of being a devotee of the Lord, but a pure devotee who unconsciously does something sinful is certainly delivered by the Lord, because a pure devotee remembers the Lord always. The Lord's holy name is called Sravana Mangala. This means that one receives everything auspicious simply by hearing the holy name. In another place in Srimad Bhagavatam, his holy name is described as Punaya Sravana Kartana. It is a pious act simply to chant and hear all about the Lord. The Lord descends on this earth and acts like others in connection with the activities of the world just to create subject matters for hearing about Him, otherwise the Lord has nothing to do in this world, nor has He any obligation to do anything. He comes out of his own causeless mercy and acts as he desires. The Vedas and Puritas are full of descriptions of his different activities, so that people in general may naturally be eager to hear and read something about his activities. Generally, however, the modern fictions and novels of the world occupy a greater part of people's valuable time. Such literatures cannot do good to anyone, on the contrary, they agitate the young mind unnecessarily and increase the modes of passion and ignorance, leading to increasing bondage to the material conditions. The same aptitude for hearing and reading is better utilized in hearing and reading of the Lord's activities. This will give one all-around benefit. It is concluded, therefore, that the holy name of the Lord and topics in relation with Him are always worth hearing and therefore he is called here in this verse namadeva or one whose holy name is worth chanting sb2.7.16 text 16 text srug the herist tamir nthanamapramius tagray unah katagerjabujan hero had the bagavan krayas word for word meanings Srutva, by hearing, Haraj, the personality of Godhead, Tam, him, Irana Arthanum, one who is in need of help, Apremiyah, the unlimitedly powerful lord, Takra, wheel, Aadha, equipped with his weapon, Padagaraja, the king of the birds, Garuda Buja and Hiradha, being seated on the wings of, Kakrina, by the wheel, Nakravedenam, the mouth of the crocodile, the Vanipataya, cutting into, Tesmat, from the mouth of the crocodile, haste, in the hands. Pragramaya, taking hold of the trunk, begvan, the personality of Godhead, Kripaya, out of causeless mercy, Ajjatara, delivered him. Translation. The personality of Godhead, after hearing the elephant's plea, felt that the elephant needed his immediate help, for he was in great distress. Thus at once the Lord appeared there on the wings of the king of birds, Garuda, fully equipped with his weapon, the wheel left square bracket takra right square bracket. With the wheel he cut to pieces the mouth of the crocodile to save the elephant, and he delivered the elephant by lifting him by his trunk. PURPORT The Lord resides in his vacant planet. No one can estimate how far away this planet is situated. It is said, however, that anyone trying to reach that planet by airships or by mineships, traveling for millions of years, will find it still unknown. Modern scientists have invented airships which are material and the yogis make a still finer material attempt to travel by mineships. The yogis can reach any distant place very quickly with the help of mineships. But neither the airship nor the mineship has access to the kingdom of God in the vacant Thaloka, situated far beyond the material sky. Since this is the situation, how was it possible for the prayers of the elephant to be heard from such an unlimitedly distant place, and how could the Lord at once appear on the spot? These things cannot be calculated by human imagination. All this was possible by the unlimited power of the Lord, and therefore the Lord is described here as a premia. For not even the best human brain can estimate His powers and potencies by mathematical calculation. The Lord can hear from such a distant place, He can eat from there, and He can appear simultaneously in all places at a moment's notice. Such is the omnipotency of the Lord. SB 2.7.17 Text 17. Text. Jayan Guna Rai Barachopi Dita Sudanam Lakan Vikakrabahaiman Yad of and Hyajna X Mam Vemanina Jagra Tripida Kalina Yatnam Rottepathi Karan Nakalaya. Word for word meanings. Jayan the greatest, Gunay, by qualities, Averajah, Transcendental, happy although he is so, a of Adity, Pseudonym, of all the suns, known as Adityas, Lakan, all the planets, vikakram surpassed, Iman. In this universe, yet one who, Atha, therefore, Adhiyajna, the supreme personality of Godhead, Xmam, all the lands, Vamanina, in the incarnation of Vamana, Jagra, accepted, Tripada, Three Steps, Chalina by pretension, yagnam, begging, retin, without, pathy, passing over the right path, pradhabhya, by authorities, na, never to be, kalaya to be bereft of. Translation. The Lord, although transcendental to all material modes, still surpassed all the qualities of the sons of Aditi, known as the Aditias. The Lord appeared as the youngest son of Aditi. And because he surpassed all the planets of the universe, he is the supreme personality of Godhead. On the pretense of asking for a measurement of three footsteps of land, he took away all the lands of Bali Maharaja. He asked simply, because without begging, no authority can take one's rightful possession. PURPORT The history of Bali Maharaja and his charity to vamanadeva Deva is described in the 8th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Bali Maharaja conquered all the planets of the universe by rightful possession. A king can conquer other kings by strength, and such possession is considered to be rightful. So Bali Maharaja possessed all the lands of the universe, and he happened to be charitably disposed toward the Brahmanas. The Lord therefore pretended to be a beggar Brahmana, and he asked Bali Maharaja for a measurement of three footsteps of land. The Lord, as the proprietor of everything, could take from Bali Maharaja all the land he possessed, but he did not do so, because Bali Maharaja possessed all those lands by king's rights. When Bali Maharaja was asked by Lord Vamana for such small charity, Bali Maharaja's spiritual master, namely Sikrakaria, objected to this proposal, because he knew that Vamanadeva was new himself, pretending to be a beggar. Bali Maharaja did not agree to abide by the order of his spiritual master when he understood that the beggar was Visnu himself, and he at once agreed to give him in charity the land requested. By this agreement Lord Vamana covered all the lands of the universe with his first two steps and then asked Bali Maharaja where to place the third step. Bali Maharaja was very glad to receive the Lord's remaining step upon his head, and thus Bali Maharaja, instead of losing everything he possessed, was blessed by the Lord's becoming his constant companion and doorman. So, by giving everything to the cause of the Lord, one does not lose anything, but he gains everything that he could never otherwise expect. SB 2.7.18 Text 18 Text Nartho BALAR AM Urukram Apatis Akam Apasik Hedran of that Han Hipatayam Yod Vapratis Rudum Rotenasa A Inyad Atmanam <foreign> MAN Vamanis Ahare <language> Bimin. Word for word meanings. That never are fah, of any value in comparison with bala of strength. A.M. This, akum, the water washed from the feet of the personality of Godhead, apa, water, sikhadratavatah, of one who has kept it on his head, vibata and hypatiam, supremacy over the kingdom of the demigods, yeah, one who, they, certainly, pranis rudam, what was duly promised, Ret. Matt decides that, it. tried for, in yet, anything else, Admanam, even his personal body, Anna, Omerida, Manasa, within his mind, Hare, unto the Supreme Lord, Abhimim, dedicated. Translation Bali Maharaja, who put on his head the water washed from the lotus feet of the Lord, did not think of anything besides his promise, in spite of being forbidden by his spiritual master the king dedicated his own personal body to fulfill the measurement of the lord's third step. For such a personality, even the kingdom of heaven, which he conquered by his strength, was of no value. Purport. Bali Maharaja, by gaining the transcendental favor of the Lord in exchange for his great material sacrifice, was able to have a place in vacant with equal or greater facilities of eternal enjoyment, therefore he was not at all the loser by sacrificing the kingdom of heaven, which he had possessed by his material strength. In other words, when the Lord snatches away one's hard-earned material possessions and favors one with his personal transcendental service for eternal life, bliss and knowledge, such taking away by the Lord should be considered a special favor upon such a pure devotee. Material possessions, however alluring they may be, cannot be permanent possessions. Therefore one has to voluntarily give up such possessions, or one has to leave such possessions at the time of quitting this material body. The same man knows that all material possessions are temporary, and that the best use of such possessions is to engage them in the service of the Lord, so that the Lord may be pleased with him and award him a permanent place in His paramdama. In the Bhagavad Gita, fifteen point five six, the paramdama of the Lord is described as follows: Nirmanimo vajinasangadosa andhaatmanataya tat. One who possesses more in this material world, in the shape of houses, land, children, society, friendship and wealth, possesses these things only for the time being. One cannot possess all this illusory paraphernalia, created by Maya permanently. Such a possessor is more illusioned in the matter of his self-realization. Therefore one should possess less or nothing, so that one may be free from artificial prestige. We are contaminated in the material world by association with the three modes of material nature. Therefore, the more one spiritually advances by devotional service to the Lord, in exchange for his temporary possessions, the more one is freed from the attachment of material illusion. To achieve this stage of life one must be firmly convinced about spiritual existence and its permanent effects. To know exactly the permanency of spiritual existence, one must voluntarily practice possessing less or only the minimum to maintain one's material existence without difficulty. One should not create artificial needs. That will help one be satisfied with the minimum. Artificial needs of life are activities of the senses. The modern advancement of civilization is based on these activities of the senses, or, in other words, it is a civilization of sense gratification perfect civilization is the civilization of Atma, or the soul proper. The civilized man of sense gratification is on an equal level with animals, because animals cannot go beyond the activities of the senses. Above the senses is the mind. The civilization of mental speculation is also not the perfect stage of life, because above the mind is the intelligence, and the Bhagavad Gita gives us information of the intellectual civilization. The Vedic literatures give different directions for the human civilization, including the civilization of the senses, of the mind, of the intelligence, and of the soul proper. The Bhagavad-gita primarily deals with the intelligence of man, leading one to the progressive path of civilization of the spirit-soul. And Srimad Bhagavatam is the complete human civilization dealing with the subject matter of the soul proper. As soon as a man is raised to the status of the civilization of the soul, he is fit to be promoted to the kingdom of God, which is described in the Bhagavad Gita. as per the above verses. The primary information of the kingdom of God informs us that there is no need of sun, moon or electricity, which are all necessary in this material world of darkness. And the secondary information of the kingdom of God explains that anyone able to reach that kingdom by adoption of the civilization of the soul proper, or, in other words, by the method of Bhakti Yoga, attains the highest perfection of life. One is then situated in the permanent existence of the soul, with full knowledge of transcendental loving service for the Lord. Bali Maharaja accepted this civilization of the soul in exchange for his great material possessions and thus became fit for promotion to the Kingdom of God. The Kingdom of Heaven, which he achieved by dint of his material power, was considered most insignificant in comparison with the Kingdom of God. Those who have attained the comforts of a material civilization made for sense gratification should try to attain the kingdom of God by following in the footsteps of Bali Maharaja, who exchanged his acquired material strength, adopting the process of Bhakti Yoga, as recommended in the Bhagavad Gita and further explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. SB 2.7.19. Text 19. Text. Tabhayam ka brasam begavan vivrata bhavina sanhu paratusta yuvakuyadunjnanam kabhagavadam atmisatabhaditam yadvasa deva sarana vidar anjaseva. Word for word meanings. Tabhayam, unto you, ka also, narada, oh narada, brasam, very nicely, Bagavan the personality of Godhead, vivrata, developed, bhavina, by transcendental love, sanhu, your goodness, paratusta, being satisfied. Yuvaka, described, Yadam, service, Jnanam, knowledge, ka. Also, Bhagavatam, the science of God and his devotional service, Atma. The self, Satatva, with all details, Dittam, just like the light in the darkness, yet, that which, Vasudeva Serana, those who are souls surrendered unto Lord Vasudeva, Veda know them, and just uh, perfectly well, Eva, as it is. Translation. O Narada, you were taught about the science of God and his transcendental loving service by the personality of Godhead in his incarnation of Hamsa Vedra. He was very much pleased with you, due to your intense proportion of devotional service. He also explained unto you, lucidly, the full science of devotional service, which is especially understandable by persons who are souls surrendered unto Lord Vasudeva, the personality of Godhead. Purport the devotee and devotional service are two correlative terms. Unless one is inclined to be a devotee of the Lord, he cannot enter into the intricacies of devotional service. Lord Sri Krishna wanted to explain the bhagavad Gita, which is the science of devotional service, unto Sri Arjuna, because Arjuna was not only his friend but a great devotee as well. The whole process is that all living entities, being constitutionally parts and parcels of the supreme living being, the absolute personality of Godhead, have proportionately minute independence of action also. So the preliminary qualification for entering into the devotional service of the Lord is that one become a willing cooperator, and as such one should voluntarily cooperate with persons who are already engaged in the transcendental devotional service of the Lord. By cooperating with such persons, the prospective candidate will gradually learn the techniques of devotional service, and with the progress of such learning one becomes proportionately free from the contamination of material association. Such a purificatory process will establish the prospective candidate in firm faith and gradually elevate him to the stage of transcendental taste for such devotional service. Thus he acquires a genuine attachment for the devotional service of the Lord and his conviction carries him on to the point of ecstasy, just prior to the stage of transcendental love. Such knowledge of devotional service may be divided into two sections, namely preliminary knowledge of the nature of devotional service and the secondary knowledge of its execution. Bhagavatam is in relation with the personality of Godhead, his beauty, fame, opulence, dignity, attraction and transcendental qualities which attract one towards him for exchanges of love and affection. There is a natural affinity of the living entity for the loving service of the Lord. This affinity becomes artificially covered by the influence of material association, and Srimad Bhagavatam helps one very genuinely remove that artificial covering. Therefore it is particularly mentioned herein that Srimad Bhagavatam acts like the lamp of transcendental knowledge. These two sections of transcendental knowledge in devotional service become revealed to a person who is a soul surrendered unto Vasudeva, as it is said in the Bhagavad Gita, 7.19, such a great soul, fully surrendered unto the lotus feet of Vasudeva, is very, very rare. SB 2.7.20 Text 20 Text Takram kadix vavetum dasisu svatejo benventeresu manuvams adero bibhardi distisu rajasu damam vyadavetsvakurdam sati triprstheusitum pratheum skaratray. Word for word meanings. Takram, the pseudor wheel of the Lord, kas, as well as, dixu, in all directions, avetetum, without being deterred, dasisu, ten sides, svateja, personal strength, benventeresu. In different incarnations of Manu, Manu Vamsadara, as the descendant of the Manu dynasty, Bibhardi, rules over, Dastisu, unto the miscreants, Rajasu, upon the kings of that type, Damam. Subjection, via performed, Svakardam personal glories, Satai, in the Satya Loka planet, Triprastha, the three planetary systems, Usatam, Glorious, Praphain, established, Karatray, characteristics. Translation as the incarnation of Manu, the Lord became the descendant of the Manu dynasty and ruled over the miscreant kingly order, subduing them by his powerful wheel weapon. Undeterred in all circumstances, his rule was characterized by his glorious fame, which spread over the three lokas and above them to the planetary system of Satyaloka, the topmost in the universe. PURPORT We have already discussed the incarnations of Manu in the first canto. In one day of Brahma there are 14 manas, changing one after another. In that way there are 420 manas in a month of Brahma and 5040 manas in one year of Brahma. Brahma lives for 100 years according to his calculation, and as such there are 504,000 manas in the jurisdiction of one Brahma. There are innumerable Brahmas, and all of them live only during one breathing period of Matavasnu. So, we can just imagine how the incarnations of the Supreme Lord work all over the material worlds, which comprehend only one fourth of the total energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Bhavantara incarnation chastises all the miscreant rulers of different planets with as much power as that of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who punishes the miscreants with his wheel weapon. The Bhavantara incarnations disseminate the transcendental glories of the Lord. SB 2.7.21 TEXT 21. TEXT. DANVANTARAS Kabagavan BAGAVAN SVAYAM EVA KURTIR NAMNAN RANAN PIRARUJAM RUJA ASUHANTI YAD KA BAGAVAN AMRATE RAVAVARUNTA EUSIA VEDAMANUSISTI AVATIRAI LOPE. Word-for-word meanings. DANVANTARAH, the incarnation of God named DANVANTARI, KA, and, BAGAVAN, the personality of Godhead, SVAYAM EVA, personally himself. Kirti, fame personified, Namna, by the name, Nrnampura Rujam, of the diseased living entities, Rujah, diseases, Asu, very soon, hanti. Cures, Yajna, in the sacrifice, Ka, also, Begum, share, Amrita, nectar, A, duration of life, Adva, from, Advarandh, obtains, Ausaya, of duration of life, Venom, knowledge, Anasasti, directs, Avatiraya, incarnating, Lok in the universe. Translation The Lord in his incarnation of Danvantary very quickly cures the diseases of the ever-diseased living entities simply by his fame personified, and only because of him do the demigods achieve long lives. Thus the personality of Godhead becomes ever-glorified. He also exacted a share from the sacrifices, and it is he only who inaugurated the medical science or the knowledge of medicine in the universe. PURPORT As stated in the beginning of the Srimad Bhagavatam, everything emanates from the ultimate source of the personality of Godhead. It is therefore understood in this verse that medical science or knowledge in medicine was also inaugurated by the personality of Godhead in His incarnation D'Inventory, and thus the knowledge is recorded in the Vedas. The Vedas are the source of all knowledge, and thus knowledge in medical science is also there for the perfect cure of the diseases of the living entity. The embodied living entity is diseased by the very construction of his body. The body is the symbol of diseases. The disease may differ from one variety to another, but disease must be there, just as there is birth and death for everyone. So, by the grace of the Personality of Godhead, not only are diseases of the body and mind cured, but also the soul is relieved of the constant repetition of birth and death. The name of the Lord is also called Bhavasadhi, or the source of curing the disease of material existence. SB 2.7.22. Text 22. Text. Ksatram ksaya vinhina pabhurdam mahabna brahmadra gajjhatapatham nirikardi lipsu adhanti asam avinikantikam agraviris trihasaptakripvayuratarapiris vinhina. Word for word meanings. Ksatram, the royal order, ksaya, for the sake of diminishing, vinhina by destination, Pabhram, increased in proportion, Mahatma, the Lord in the form of the great sage Parashurama, Brahmadruk, the ultimate truth in Brahman, Ajjitapatham, those who have given up the path of the absolute truth, Naraka desirous to suffer pain in hell, Adhanti, Exax, Asa, all those, Avani thorns of the world, Agraviraya, awfully powerful. Trehsepta, thrice seven times, Kravah, Performed, Yerodhara, very sharp, Piras Vahena, by the Great Chopper. Translation. When the ruling administrators, who are known as the kshatriyas turned astray from the path of the Absolute Truth, being desirous to suffer in hell, the Lord, in his incarnation as the sage Parashurama, uprooted those unwanted kings, who appeared as the thorns of the earth. Thus he thrice seven times uprooted the kshatriyas with his keenly sharpened chopper. Purport. The Kshatriyas or the ruling administrators of any part of the universe, either on this planet or on other planets, are factually the representatives of the almighty personality of Godhead, and they are meant to lead the subjects towards the path of God-realization. Every state and its administrators, regardless of the nature of the administration, monarchy or democracy, oligarchy or dictatorship or autocracy, have the prime responsibility to lead the citizens toward God-realization. This is essential for all human beings, and it is the duty of the Father, spiritual master, and ultimately the state to take up the responsibility of leading the citizens towards this end. The whole creation of material existence is made for this purpose, just to give a chance to the fallen souls who rebelled against the will of the Supreme Father and thus became conditioned by material nature. The force of material nature gradually leads one to a hellish condition of perpetual pains and miseries. Those going against the prescribed rules and regulations of conditional life are called Brahmajjitopathes, or persons going against the path of the Absolute Truth, and they are liable to be punished. Lord Parashurama, the incarnation of the Personality of Godhead, appeared in such a state of worldly affairs and killed all the miscreant kings 21 times. Many Ksatriya kings fled from India to other parts of the world at that time, and according to the authority of the Mahabharata. The kings of Egypt originally migrated from India because of Parashurama's program of chastisement. The kings or administrators are similarly chastised in all circumstances, whenever they become godless and plan a godless civilization. That is the order of the Almighty. SB 2.7.23 Text 23 Text Asmat Prasada Sumakha Kalea Kalisa Iksvaku Vamsa Avatiri Dioran Adistis Vanam Sande Itanuja Avivisa Yasmin Virad dasa Kandira Arta market. Word for Word Meanings. meanings. Asmat, unto us, beginning from Brahma down to the insignificant and Prasada, causeless mercy, Sumakha, so inclined, Kalea, with his plenary extensions, kalisa the lord of all potencies, Iksvaku, Maharaja Iksvaku, in the dynasty of the sun. Vams, family, Avatiraya, by descending in, Gira, of the father or spiritual master, Medes, under the order of, Tisthan, being situated in, Vanam In the forest, Sadehita Anujah, along with his wife and younger brother, Avivisa, entered, Yasmin, unto whom, Viradhaya being rebellious, Dasikandiraya. Ravana, who had ten heads, Ardham, great distress, Arkit achieved. Translation. Due to his causeless mercy upon all living entities within the universe, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, along with his plenary extensions, appeared in the family of Maharaja Iksvaku as the lord of his internal potency, Siddha. Under the order of his father, Maharaja Dasaratha, he entered the forest and lived there for considerable years with his wife and younger brother. Ravana, who was very materially powerful, with ten heads on his shoulders, committed a great offense against him and was thus ultimately vanquished. PURPORT Lord Rama is the supreme personality of Godhead, and his brothers, namely Barata, Laxmana and Satruda, are his plenary expansions. All four brothers are Visnu Tava and were never ordinary human beings. There are many unscrupulous and ignorant commentators on Ramayana who present the younger brothers of Lord Ramakandra as ordinary living entities. But here in the Srimad Bhagavatam, the most authentic scripture on the science of Godhead, it is clearly stated that his brothers were his plenary expansions. Originally Lord Ramakandra is the incarnation of Vasudeva, Laksmana is the incarnation of Sankarsana, Bharata is the incarnation of Predayamna, and Satrata is the incarnation of Aniruddha. expansions of the personality of Godhead. Laksnijisida is the internal potency of the Lord and is neither an ordinary woman nor the external potency incarnation of Burga. Burga is the external potency of the Lord, and she is associated with Lord Shiva. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 4.7, the Lord appears when there are discrepancies in the discharge of factual religion. Lord Ramakandra also appeared under the same circumstances, accompanied by his brothers, who are expansions of the Lord's internal potency, and by Laksmajisa Dedevi. Lord Ramakandra was ordered by his father, Maharaja the to leave home for the forest under awkward circumstances, and the Lord, as the ideal son of his father, carried out the order, even on the occasion of his being declared the king of Ayodhya. One of his younger brothers, Laxmanaji, desired to go with him, and so also his eternal wife, Sidaji, desired to go with him. The Lord agreed to both of them, and altogether they entered the Dandakaranya forest. To live there for fourteen years. During their stay in the forest, there was some quarrel between Ramakandra and Ravana, and the latter kidnapped the Lord's wife, Siddha. The quarrel ended in the vanquishing of the greatly powerful Ravana, along with all his kingdom and family. Siddha is Laxmaji, like or the goddess of fortune, but she is never to be enjoyed by any living being. She is meant for being worshipped by the living being along with her husband, Sri Ramakandra. A materialistic man like Ravana does not understand this great truth, but on the contrary he wants to snatch Devi from the custody of Rama and thus incurs great miseries. The materialists, who are after opulence and material prosperity, may take lessons from the Ramayana that the policy of exploiting the nature of the Lord without acknowledging the supremacy of the Supreme Lord is the policy of Ravana. Ravana was very advanced materially, so much, so that he turned his kingdom, Lanka, into pure gold, or full material wealth. But because he did not recognize the supremacy of Lord Ramakandra and defied him by stealing his wife, Siddha, Ravana was killed, and all his opulence and power were destroyed. Lord Ramakandra is a full incarnation with six opulences in full, and he is therefore mentioned in this verse as Kalisa, or master of all opulence. SB 2.7.24. Text 24. Text. Yasma Dad Udadi Rodhabaya and Ma Vipo Margan sapidi aer puram heravadin hexa and cernathrosis a sonadristiatopia manomatara orgamakri kakra. Word for word meanings. Yasme, yes, unto whom, a dat, gave, you the great Indian ocean, adhabaya, affected by fear, and the bodily trembling, margam, way, sapi. Quickly, Arapuram, the city of the enemy, Hara like that of Hara, Mahadeva, Dinhaksa, desiring to burn to ashes, Dur. At a long distance, H R T intimate friend, Mathita, being aggrieved by, Rosa, in anger, Susona, red hot, Drastaya, by such a glance, Tatupayamana, burning in heat, Makara, sharks, Uraga, snakes, Makra, crocodiles, Takra, circle. Translation the personality of Godhead Ramakandra, being aggrieved for his distant intimate friend left square brackets in right square bracket, glanced over the city of the enemy Ravana with red hot eyes like those of horror left square bracket who wanted to burn the kingdom of heaven right square bracket. The great ocean, trembling in fear, gave him his way because its family members, the aquatics like the sharks, snakes and crocodiles, were being burnt by the heat of the angry red hot eyes of the Lord. Purport. The Personality of Godhead has every sentiment of a sentient being, like all other living beings, because He is the chief and original living entity, the supreme source of all other living beings. He is the Nittaya, or the chief eternal amongst all other Eternals. He is the chief one, and all others are the dependent many. The many Eternals are supported by the one Eternal, and thus both the Eternals are qualitatively one. Due to such oneness, both the Eternals constitutionally have a complete range of sentiments, but the difference is that the sentiments of the Chief Eternal are different in quantity from the sentiments of the dependent Eternals. When Ramakandra was angry and showed his red hot eyes, the whole ocean became heated with that energy, so much so that the aquatics within the great ocean felt the heat, and the personified ocean trembled in fear and offered the Lord an easy path for reaching the enemy's city. The Impersonalists will see havoc in this red-hot sentiment of the Lord, because they want to see negation in perfection. Because the Lord is Absolute, the Impersonalists imagine that in the Absolute the sentiment of anger, which resembles mundane sentiments must be conspicuous by absence. Due to a poor fund of knowledge, they do not realize that the sentiment of the Absolute person is transcendental to all mundane concepts of quality and quantity. Had Lord Ramakandra's sentiment been of mundane origin, How could it disturb the whole ocean and its inhabitants? Can any mundane red hot eye generate heat in the great ocean? These are factors to be distinguished in terms of the personal and impersonal conceptions of the absolute truth. As it is said in the beginning of the Srimad Bhagavatam. The absolute truth is the source of everything, so the absolute person cannot be devoid of the sentiments that are reflected in the temporary mundane world. Rather, the different sentiments found in the Absolute, either in anger or in mercy, have the same qualitative influence, or, in other words, there is no mundane difference of value, because these sentiments are all on the Absolute plane. Such sentiments are definitely not absent in the Absolute, as the Impersonalists think, making their mundane estimation of the Transcendental world. SB 2.7.25. Text 25. Text. Vaxa sparsa runa mahendra vata dantra vidambita kakubjusa adhahasam sabdiyosabih sata vinaciety dera harder disfurgiter denusa akarat dondisainai. Word for word meanings. Vaxa chest, sparsa, touched by, runa, broken, matahindra. The king of heaven, vata, the conveyor, dante, by the trunk, vidambita, illuminated, kakubjusa, all directions thus being served, adhahasam, overtaken by laughter, sabdiyaha. Within no time, a subhih, by the life, sata, along with, the society, was killed, derehardah, of the one who kidnapped the wife, visfergitah, by the tingling of the bow, denusa Bow, a karata, strolling fast, adhissani, in the midst of the fighting soldiers of both sides. Translation. When Ravana was engaged in the battle, the trunk of the elephant which carried the king of heaven, Indra, broke in pieces, having collided with the chest of Ravana, and the scattered broken parts illuminated all directions. Ravana therefore felt proud of his prowess and began to loiter in the midst of the fighting soldiers, thinking himself the conqueror of all directions. But his laughter, overtaken by joy, along with his very air of life, suddenly ceased with the tingling sound of the bow of Ramakandra, the Personality of Godhead. PURPORT However powerful a living being may be, when he is condemned by God no one can save him, and, similarly, however weak one may be, if he is protected by the Lord no one can annihilate him. SB 2.7.26 Text 26 Text Bhuma Shiratara Varatha the Murditaya Klisa Vyamea Kalaya Sinakras Nakasa Jagah Kerciati Jananupalaxya Marmah Harmony Kadma Mahim Apanubandhanani. Word for word meanings. Buma of the entire world, Siurayra, other than godly persons, veratha, soldiers, the Murdita, distressed by the burden, Klisa, miseries, Vinaya, for the matter of diminishing, Kaleya, along with his plenary expansion, Sinakrasna, not only beautiful but also black. Kasa with such hairs, Jagah, having appeared, Karasiety, would act, Jana, people in general, Anupalaksaya. Rarely to be seen, Margah, path, harmony, activities, ka, also, Atmamadhima, glories of the Lord Himself, Hanani, in relation to. Translation When the world is overburdened by the fighting strength of kings who have no faith in God, the Lord, just to diminish the distress of the world, descends with His plenary portion. The Lord comes in his original form, with beautiful black hair. And just to expand his transcendental glories, he acts extraordinarily. No one can properly estimate how great he is. PURPORT This verse is especially describing the appearance of Lord Krishna and his immediate expansion, Lord Daladeva. Both Lord Krishna and Lord Daladeva are one supreme personality of Godhead. The Lord is omnipotent, and He expands Himself in innumerable forms and energies, and the whole unit is known as the One Supreme Brahman. Such extensions of the Lord are divided into two divisions, namely personal and differential. The personal expansions are called the Visnu Tadvas, and the differential expansions are called the Jiva And in such expansional activity, Lord Daladeva is the first personal expansion of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the Visnu Purana, as well as in the Mahabharata, both Krishna and Daladeva are mentioned, as having beautiful black hair, even in their advanced age. The Lord is called Anupalaksaya Marmalhor, in still more technical Vedic terms, Advanmanasagakariya, one who is never to be seen or realized by the limited sense perception of the people in general. In the Bhagavad 7.25, it is said by the Lord, Natamprakasah Sarvasaya Yaganayasamavradhah. In other words, he reserves the right of not being exposed to anyone and everyone. Only the bona fide devotees can know him by his specific symptoms, and out of many, many such symptoms, one symptom is mentioned here in this verse, that the Lord is Siddha Kasa, or one who is observed always with beautiful black hair. Both Lord Krishna and Lord Daladeva have such hair on their heads, and thus even in advanced age they appeared like young boys 16 years old. That is the particular symptom of the personality of Godhead. In the Brahma Samhita it is stated that, although he is the oldest personality among all living entities, he always looks like a new, youthful boy. That is the characteristic of a spiritual body. The material body is symptomized by birth, death, old age and diseases, but the spiritual body is conspicuous by the absence of those symptoms. Living entities who reside in the vacant felicus in eternal life and bliss have the same type of spiritual body, without being affected by any signs of old age. It is described in the Bhagavatam, Canto 6, that the party of Visnududas who came to deliver Jamila from the clutches of the party of Yamaraja appeared like youthful boys, corroborating the description in this verse. It is ascertained thus that the spiritual bodies in the vacant phyllochus, either of the Lord or of the other inhabitants, are completely distinct from the material bodies of this world. Therefore, when the Lord descends from that world to this world, he descends in his spiritual body of atmamaya, or internal potency, without any touch of the bahirangamaya, or external, material energy. The allegation that the impersonal Brahman appears in this material world by accepting a material body is quite absurd. Therefore the Lord, when he comes here, has not a material body, but a spiritual body. The impersonal Brahmagyatr is only the glaring effulgence of the body of the Lord, and there is no difference in quality between the body of the Lord and the impersonal ray of the Lord, called Brahmagyatr. Now the question is why the Lord? who is omnipotent comes here to diminish the burden created upon the world by the unscrupulous kingly order. Certainly the Lord does not need to come here personally for such purposes, but he actually descends to exhibit his transcendental activities in order to encourage his pure devotees, who want to enjoy life by chanting the glories of the Lord. In the Bhagavad Gita, 9.14.14, it is stated that the Mahatmas, great devotees of the Lord, take pleasure in chanting of the activities of the Lord. All Vedic literatures are meant for turning one's attention towards the Lord and His transcendental activities. Thus the activities of the Lord, in His dealings with worldly people, create a subject matter for discussion by His pure devotees. SB 2.7.27. Text 27. Text. Takina Jivaharanam Yad Alukikeus Traymasa Kassiah Capatis Cicatokavraka Divis Preserva and Mulanum Tis Dea Terifurgenairne Baviam. Word-for-word meanings. Takina, by a child, Jivaharanam, killing a living being, yet, one which, Alukikea, assumed the giant body of a demon, tre Masakasaya, of one who is only three months old, cast also. Pada, by the leg, Sakataha Pavrakah, turned over the cart, yet, one who, Ringata, while crawling, and Taragitina, being overtaken, Divi, high in the sky, Sparsana. Touching, Va, either, unmulanam uprooting, too, but, Itaratha, anyone else than, Arjuna of the two Arjuna trees, Nabavayam, was not possible. Translation. There is no doubt about Lord Krishna's being the Supreme Lord, otherwise how was it possible for him to kill a giant demon like Putana, when he was just on the lap of his mother, to overturn a cart with his leg, when he was only three months old, to uproot a pair of Arjuna trees, so high that they touched the sky, when he was only crawling? All these activities are impossible for anyone other than the Lord himself. PURPORT One cannot manufacture a God by one's mental speculation or by numerical votes, as has become a practice for the less intelligent class of men. God is God eternally, and an ordinary living entity is eternally a part and parcel of God. God is one without a second, and the ordinary living entities are many without number. All such living entities are maintained by God himself, and that is the verdict of the Vedic literatures. When Krishna was on the lap of his mother, the demon Putana appeared before his mother and prayed to nurture the child in her lap. Mother Yasoda agreed, and the child was transferred onto the lap of Putana, who was in the garb of a respectable lady. Putana wanted to kill the child by smearing poison on the nipple of her breast. But when everything was complete, the Lord sucked her breast along with her very air of life, and the demon's gigantic body, said to be as long as six miles, fell down. But Lord Krishna did not need to expand himself to the length of the Shi demon Putana, although he was quite competent to extend himself more than six miles long. In his Vamana incarnation he posed himself as a dwarf Brahmana, but when he took possession of his land, promised by Bali Maharaja, he expanded his footstep to the top of the universe, extending over thousands and millions of miles. So it was not very difficult for Krishna to perform a miracle by extending his bodily feature, but he had no desire to do it because of his deep filial love for his mother, Yasoda. If Yasoda had seen Krishna in her lap extending six miles to cope with the she-demon Putana, then the natural filial love of Yasoda would have been hurt, because in t way Yusoda would have come to know that her so-called son, Krishna, was God himself. And with the knowledge of the godhood of Krishnat, Yasodhama would have lost the temper of her love for Krishnat as a natural mother. But as far as Lord Krishnat is concerned, he is God always, either as a child on the lap of his mother, or as the coverer of the universe, Vamanadeva. He does not require to become God by undergoing severe penances, although some men think of becoming God in that way. By undergoing severe austerity s and penances, one cannot become one or equal with God, but one can attain most of the godly qualities. A living being can attain godly qualities to a large extent, but he cannot become God, whereas Krishna, without undergoing any type of penance, is God always, either in the lap of his mother or growing up or at any stage of growth. So at the age of only three months he killed the Sakiteshara, who had remained hidden behind a cart in the house of Yassadami. And when he was crawling and was disturbing his mother from doing household affairs, the mother tied him with a grinding pestle, but the naughty child dragged the pestle up to a pair of very high Arjuna trees in the yard of Yasudami, and when the pestle was stuck between the pair of trees, they fell down with a horrible sound. When Yasidamae came to see the happenings, she thought that her child had been saved from the falling trees by the mercy of the Lord, without knowing that the Lord himself, crawling in her yard, had wreaked the havoc. So that is the way of reciprocation of love affairs between the Lord and his devotees. Yasidamae wanted to have the Lord as her child, and the Lord played exactly like a child in her lap, but at the same time played the part of the Almighty Lord, whenever it was so required. The beauty of such pastimes was that the Lord fulfilled everyone's desire. In the case of felling the gigantic Arjuna trees, the Lord's mission was to deliver the two sons of Thuvara, who were condemned to become trees by the curse of Narada, as well as to play like a crawling child in the yard of Yesoda, who took transcendental pleasure in seeing such activities of the Lord in the very yard of her home. The Lord in any condition is Lord of the universe, and He can act as such in any form. Gigantic or small, as he likes. SB 2.7.28. Text 28. Text. Yad vavraj vrajapasan visatoya pin and palam stes via jivaid anagrahadraste vrastay attack jud hate visa vira villageas Id Uragum Veteran Hurdinayam. Word for word meanings. Yet, one who, they, certainly, Vraj, Advana, Vrajapasan, the animals thereof, Vizatoya, poisoned water piton, those who drank, pelon, the coward men, too, also, a Jivayat brought to life, an agrahadrasti, merciful glance, vrastaya, by the showers of, tat, that, said hey, for purification, at the, exceedingly, vis highly potent poison, Villa lurking, jivum, one who has such a tongue, a catasite, severely punished, uridum, unto the snake, veteran, taking it as a pleasure, Hradinium, in the river. Translation. Then also when the Coward Boys and their animals drank the poisoned water of the river Yamuna, and after the Lord left square bracket in his childhood right square bracket revived them by his merciful glance, just to purify the water of the river Yamuna he jumped into it, as if playing and chastised the venomous Kalia snake, which was lurking there, its tiny mating waves of poison. Who can perform such Herculean tasks but the Supreme Lord? SB 2.7.29 Text 29. Text. Tat karma divyam iva yan nisi nisainam de vagni nasusi vain parada hyamain and nisiati vrajem atovasitanta calam netra papia subalon Word for-word meanings. Word for word meanings. Tat, that, karma, activity, divyam, superhuman, iva, like, yat, which, nisi, at night, nisainam, sleeping care freely. Daha Anina, by the glare of the forest fire, Susivane, in the dry forest, Paradahiamane, being set ablaze, on would deliver, Vrajam, all the inhabitants of Vraja, Abha, hence, Avacita, Shirley, and hence, Avasita, surely, and Takalam. Last moments of life, Netra, on the eyes, Pidhapaya, simply by closing, Sabala, along with Daladeva, Anadagamaya, unfathomable, Viraya, prowess. Translation on the very night of the day of the chastisement of the Kaliya snake, when the inhabitants of Rajabhumi were sleeping care freely, there was a forest fire ablaze due to dry leaves, and it appeared that all the inhabitants were sure to meet their death. But the Lord, along with Balarama, saved them simply by closing his eyes. Such are the superhuman activities of the Lord. PURPORT Although in this verse the Lord's activity has been described as superhuman, it should be noted that the Lord's activities are always superhuman, and that distinguishes him from the ordinary living being. Uprooting a gigantic banyan or Arjuna tree and extinguishing a blazing forest fire simply by closing one's eyes are certainly impossible by any kind of human endeavor. But not only are these activities amazing to hear, but in fact all other activities of the Lord, whatever he may do, are all superhuman, as confirmed in the Bhagavad-Gita, 4.9. Whoever knows the superhuman activities of the Lord, due to their very transcendental nature, becomes eligible to enter the kingdom of Krishna, and as such, after quitting this present material body, the knower of the transcendental activities of the Lord goes back home, back to Godhead. SB 2.7.30 Text 30. Text Granita Yad Yad up a bandomusaya mad a saldam suit asya natutat tad a musaya mati gopi sim sankitamana pradibadi evisit. Word for word meanings. Granita, by taking up. Yat, yet, whatsoever, up a bantam, ropes for tying, a musaya, his, meta, mother, solvam, ropes, suit asaya, of her son, mat not, too, however, tat tat, by and by, a musaya, his, meti, was sufficient, yet, that which, drumheadah, opening the mouth, asaya, of him, vadain, in the mouth, buvanani, the world's, gopi, the coward woman, samviksaya, so seeing it, sank it manna, doubtful in mind, Pranabodhita, convinced in a different way, a sit, was so done. Translation. When the coward woman left Krishna's foster mother, Yasoda right square bracket was trying to tie the hands of her son with ropes, she found the rope to be always insufficient in length, and when she finally gave up, Lord Krishna, by and by, opened his mouth, wherein the mother found all the universes situated. Seeing this, she was doubtful in her mind, but she was convinced in a different manner of the mystic nature of her son. PURPORT One day Lord Krishna, as the naughty child disturbed his mother Yasoda, and she began to tie up the child with ropes just to punish him. But no matter how much rope she used, she found it always insufficient. Thus she became fatigued, but in the meantime the Lord opened his mouth, and the affectionate mother saw within the mouth of her son all the universes situated together. The mother was astonished, but out of her deep affection for Krishna she thought that the Almighty Godhead Narayana had kindly looked after her son just to protect him from all the continuous calamities happening to him. Because of her deep affection for Krishna, she could never think that her very son was Narayana, the personality of Godhead himself. That is the action of Yagamaya, the internal potency of the Supreme Lord, which acts to perfect all the pastimes of the Lord with his different types of devotees. Who could play such wonders without being God? SB 2.7.31. Text 31. Text. Mandam kamaksayati baid varanasiya pasad gopan bali supiyatan mayasu nunaka any apritam nisi lakam vikuntham upanasiyati gokulam Word for word meanings. Nandam, unto Nanda, the father of Krishna, Ka, also, Muxiety, saves, Bait, from the fear of, varanasiya of Viruna, the demigod of water, pass it from the clutches of, Gopan, the coward men, Belisu, in the caves of the mountain, Pihitan, placed, Mayasununa, by the son of Maya, Ka, also, Aniapranam, being very engaged during the daytime, Nisi. At night, Sanam, lying down, to Ramina, because of hard labor, Lakam, planet, the kantham, the spiritual sky, up in society, he awarded, Gokulam, the highest planet, Smet, certainly. Translation. Lord Krishna saved his foster father, Nanda Maharaja, from the fear of the demigod Viruna and released the coward boys from the caves of the mountain, for they were placed there by the son of Maya. Also, To the inhabitants of Vrindavana, who were busy working during daytime and sleeping soundly at night because of their hard labor in the day, Lord Krishna awarded promotion to the highest planet in the spiritual sky. All these acts are transcendental and certainly prove without any doubt his godhood. PURPORT Nanda Maharaja, the foster father of Lord Krishna, went to take his bath in the river Yamuna in the dead of night, mistakenly thinking that the night was already over, thus the demigod Viruna took him to the Viruna planet just to have a look at the personality of Godhead Lord Krishna, who appeared there to release his father. Actually there was no arrest of Nanda Maharaja by Viruna, because the inhabitants of Vrindavana were always engaged in thinking of Krishna, in constant meditation on the Personality of Godhead in a particular form of Samadhi, or Trance of Bhakti Yoga. They had no fear of the miseries of material existence. In the Bhagavad Gita it is confirmed that to be in association with the Supreme Personality of Godhead by full surrender in Transcendental Love phrase one from the miseries inflicted by the laws of material nature. Here it is clearly mentioned that the inhabitants of Vrindavana were extensively busy in the hard labor of their day's work, and due to the day's hard labor they were engaged in sound sleep at night. So practically they had very little time to devote to meditation or to the other paraphernalia of spiritual activities. But factually they were engaged in the highest spiritual activities only. Everything done by them was spiritualized, because everything was dovetailed in their relationship with Lord Sri Krishna. The central point of activities was Krishna, and as such the so-called activities in the material world were saturated with spiritual potency. That is the advantage of the way of Bhakti Yoga. One should discharge one's duty on Lord Krishna's behalf, and all one's actions will be saturated with Krishna thought, the highest pattern of trance in spiritual realization. SB 2732